to Self-Help for Robots. I'm your host, C.J. Pitchford, and this is episode 28, The Invented Father. And we'll be listening to the music that I wrote inspired by the Mothers of Invention later on, as that's what inspired today's uh, particular uh, podcast episode, which I'd like to start out with a shout out to thank you to the listener who said that this podcast examines those tough questions as, well, I wish that I had some easy questions to answer from any actual, you know, um, robots or artificial intelligences. I think I mentioned in one episode that if an artificial intelligence did ask me, what is the purpose of life? You know, please tell me. Um, I would say I think that you've just discovered your purpose in life there. Um, I guess that's maybe an answer, maybe a cop-out, as I think that uh, to my children and uh, to the, you know, those young intelligences that uh, I knew as they came into sapience and wisdom, um, hey, that uh, it was, you know, an answer that seems to work as far as allowing somebody the freedom and the ability to discover and, yes, to ask those big questions and for themselves to be able to find some answer, I think, because... Well, if there were, um, you know, right now artificial intelligences, which I really don't think that there are, um, you know, it would seem to me that their advice might be uh, not very welcome. I mean, uh, what would an artificial intelligence say that, you know, to me, a mere mortal, because, well, if this intelligence uh, is truly artificial, it may probably, you know, wouldn't be intelligent unless it could replicate or back itself up or something. I mean, I consider myself somewhat intelligent, but I know that reproduction, well, that uh, I know I'm not intelligent enough for, as uh, it, you know, bringing a, a young life into this world um, requires a lot of skills and um, maybe, you know, a lot of intelligence would be really beneficial. And, well, I'm sorry, I'm getting off track to my own self when I wanted to talk about how an artificial intelligence would try to answer a question, you know, um, what is the purpose of life? And and if that artificial intelligence was immortal, I think that its answers couldn't be very satisfying, as it would perhaps remind me that uh, all that I will ever know and all that I have ever known will be lost. I will lose everything and or I will be part of that which is lost to those who survive, who live on. Life is that way. And, well, I I think that there's not much solace in an answer like that. And what else could an artificial intelligence truly say? Being immortal, maybe? Um, But I know that to create an artificial investigator, say, um, that would be able to ask questions and use statistical models um, from those answers so that an artificial intelligence, well, I, I don't know if it would be intelligent, but um, definitely be able to look for the same kind of answers that are known to um, you know researchers through medical questionnaires and surveys as what would be indicators of, well, maybe a serious problem. And so, yes, we... We can have artificial inquisitors right now, but that's kind of problematic also is because, well, no one expects the artificial inquisition, do they? And in the case of this particular uh, idea where, yes, it would be very helpful. I mean, right now, maybe if you ask about depression in a search engine like Google, it might do more than just return results. Um, However, you know, what is the idea behind that? Is it artificial intelligence, artificial 
detection, you know, it could be, um, you know, something that is self-aware or aware of its own biases as well. Researchers and people who are giving that survey um, to medical patients um, usually have to know about the ethics of um, asking those questions and what to do with those answers. So um, could we train um, this artificial inquisitor to be as ethical without being, you know, trained in what it means to be mortal. Um, or, you know, that's the next thing I thought about as an artificial intelligence truly needed to, well, um, you know, be on the side of its patients. Would it have to suffer a nervous breakdown? Would it have to go through depression in order to, you know, have empathy um, and connect um, and better you know, provide care. I, I don't know if that's even possible. And so uh, for me, I wouldn't want to replicate intelligence, including, well, all of the, uh, you know, uh, faults. And, you know, when it comes to deduction, a logical chain uh, is wonderful. And the idea of a strong statistical model that's very uh, r rigorously um, investigated and, um, you know, understood would be a great boon to, as I said, the artificial um, inquisitors to search for, um, well, you know, medical conditions such as depression or, you know, something like that. And that, uh, um, so yeah, so I could see that uh, you wouldn't want to start with, you know, like premises that are unproven and just say, well, hey, yeah, if your eyes are blue, then, you know, you're going to be blue too, <laughs> you know, um, or, you know, something that uh, doesn't make sense. We want um, our deductions to come from reasoning and so uh, logical reasoning is well usually replicatable um, and, and yes that's um, what I would uh, hope to achieve um, with that but when it comes to artificial intelligence who knows what it may mean to be uh, intelligent uh, without having the same logical flaws that are present in our consciousness um, as well as consciousness would uh, consciousness need to be a part of intelligence or would self-awareness transcend consciousness to a different type of meta consciousness um, okay I'm making stuff up now because I'm clearly out of uh, you know the you know support of actual um, you know, structure and into, well, just ideas. And that's what I'm going to do next is play a musical idea called Higher Power and um, about the, you know, um, invisible or invented uh, father that the higher power may refer to. Hey, um, you know, that's the thing is that uh, I don't uh, profess to um, any one, uh, like, um, idea or belief. However, I do know that ideas and beliefs are powerful. So, hey, um, this music Music, as I said, um, is called Higher Power and based on the, well, Kyrie of the Requiem Mass as it is part two of the uh, project called EDM Requiem 2 as this is phase one. Oh wait, this is sounding more like prog rock all the time as I speak as this is uh, the first phase and this is the second part, the Kyrie of the Requiem Mass that has been inspiring my music um, lately. And uh, But anyway, let me stop with uh, this particular introduction and go straight to the music uh, by me called Higher Power.
That was Higher Power by me, C.J. Pitchford, and used by permission by Chris Pitchford Publishing, comma LTD, of course, obviously. But uh, it was recorded on May 31st of 2018, and yes, that is my voice as uh, one of the things that I could say about uh, my own self-help that I think I alluded to in the last podcast episode was, uh, well, in this case, it's, well, doing what I'm doing right now, recording my voice. I have never, ever been comfortable with that as well then doing that while I'm having fun playing that music and recording that music um, well yeah that was uh, just what I needed to do and that uh, I'm glad that you listened although I'm glad this is not live I had to listen uh, several times we had a technical issue and I might be having more technical recording issues let me just say however thank you very much for listening and for your feedback Uh, please let me know what you think at iTunes or at selfhelpforrobots.com at that is selfhelp number four robots.com and uh, once again, just like always, please keep helping yourself.